A, B, C, A, always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Put that coffee down because coffee is for closers. And today we're going to be taking a look at the best at sealing the deal in mixed martial arts. This list is all about the fighters that finish the most, finish the fastest, and do it more often than they don't. In other words, when they win, it's probably not going to the cards. Now, this sport has seen its fair share of finishers, and so we've selected the best by volume, speed, overall wins, and of course how they fared against the best of the best. Stoppages in low-level promotions will not be factored in. It's not all data-driven, though. There's some subjectivity here. Intangibles that make some closers better than others. You'll see what I mean when we get there. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so let's get right into it. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and these are the 10 best closers in MMA history. Number 10, Michael Chandler. We're kicking things off with some love for Bellator and the incredibly exciting career of Michael Chandler. If you don't believe me, just ask The Rock. In addition to being arguably the greatest homegrown talent in Bellator history and the promotion's three-time lightweight champion, Mikey gets the job done, and is now doing so in the UFC as well. With 22 high-level victories and 17 finishes in those fights, Chandler has an impressive 77% rate of stoppage when he wins, and he's versatile, scoring 10 KOTKOs and 7 subs in total in those 17 stops. He's also sealing the deal fast, 12 first-round finishes, only a single fighter on this list has more. Mike went from Strike Force to Bellator, earning 5 stops in a row, the longest streak of his career. He finished in 4 of his Bellator title fights, and of course entered the UFC in 2021 with a bang, TKOing Dan Hooker in half a round before nearly finishing Charles Oliveira for the vacant lightweight title, only to come up short in the second. His mind-blowing highlight reel finish of Tony Ferguson, the first time he's ever truly been KO'd at UFC 274 with that front kick, will be replayed for years. And at 36, Iron Mike still has plenty of time to add to his totals. He's one of two non-UFC champions that made the cut, but given his status in Bellator, he was certainly deserving. Number 9, Chris Cyborg. She's arguably the greatest female fighter ever, and if she's not number one on your list, she's certainly in the top two or three. The current Bellator Women's Featherweight Champion, she's held titles in Invicta, Strike Force, and the UFC as well. Chris Cyborg's success is undeniable, but she's also an absolute monster closer. Of her 17 major promotional wins, Cyborg finished 13 of her opponents, that's a 76% rate. While she does have a single submission victory, a rear naked choke win in Bellator, Chris's primary method of destruction is throwing them hands. She may only have four first round stops in major competition, but she brutalizes her opponents with huge volume until they just don't want to be there anymore. Chris would make her mark in the sport with her terrifying run in Strike Force, five fights, five finishes. The last one didn't end up counting, but doesn't matter, the rep had been built. After a stint in Invicta where she dominated and finished all her fights, Cyborg would finally make her way to the UFC and bulldoze her first three opponents on her way to another title. Since leaving for Bellator in 2019, Chris has been an absolutely killing it with five straight victories, four title defenses, and four stoppages. She's one of the most feared strikers of all time, and that's because she's one of the sport's great closers. Number 8, BJ Penn. The prodigy didn't start his career on the regional scene. He didn't take a break from high-level competition at any point either. BJ Penn started in the UFC. He took a brief detour to K1 where he had fights with the likes of Takanori Gomi and Lyoto Machida, and then spent the rest of his time with the elite of the elite back in the UFC. Despite playing his MMA career on hard mode, Penn managed to become a two-division UFC champion and is still argued as the greatest lightweight of all time. A big part of his success was that BJ was a closer. In his 16 victory, Penn would finish 81% of them, 13 stops over the course of his career. He flew onto the scene like a bat out of hell, three first-round finishes in his first three UFC fights. He beat Cal Uno in just 11 seconds. I mentioned the Gomi fight earlier. He subbed him, then subbed Matt freaking Hughes at UFC 46, a massive upset for the welterweight title. His return to lightweight in 2007 would see three straight stoppages, two of them in title fights, a bloody rear naked choke against Joe Stevenson, and a flying knee to Sean Shirk, you're dead. He stopped Ken Floyd, 
Buffalo, he stopped Diego. The final finish and win of his career, a 21-second knockout of Matt Hughes at UFC 123. Whether it was on the mats or on the feet, if Prime motivated BJ was going to beat you, it probably wasn't going to the judges. Number 7. Vanderlei Silva Perhaps a controversial position for the axe murderer, especially given that he has the most stops in high-level competition of anybody on this list, with 20, 20 finishes in 27 big-time wins. The problem is the second number I just said. He also has the lowest percentage of stops to wins of anybody that made the top 10, only ending the fight in 74% of those victories. Which, don't get me wrong, is fantastic, but on a list where we're talking about closers, while he does have the most volume, he also has the most decision victories of anybody we included, and thus his rank in this video. Now that I've justified it, let's talk about Vanderlei Silva and those 19 KOTKOs and one submission. The bulk of his dominance would come in Pride FC, where he would earn the middleweight title and win the 2003 Divisional GP, getting 15 promotional finishes, seven of those coming in the first five minutes. He would end up with 12 first-round stops total in his high-level competition career. That ties Michael Chandler. Three finishes of Sakuraba, he KO'd Rampage twice. He was arguably the best fighter in the world for a time. His post-Pride UFC run didn't go so hot, but he did still KO Keith Jardine in 36 seconds and finished Kung Lee and Brian Stan. The axe murderer was pure intimidation in his prime, but the reality was even worse than the fear because chances are, if you were in the ring with him, you weren't making it through the first five minutes. Number six, Francis Ngannou. It's not too hard to be a closer when you're the most powerful fighter in the entire sport. Francis Ngannou kills pretty much everything he touches. His only two losses, first to Stipe, where he was unable to land the big punch, and Derek Lewis, where his controller was disconnected. Otherwise, he's been basically unstoppable. Francis has had 12 wins in the UFC since 2015. Of those victories, 11 have been finishes. The first decision win came in his most recent title defense against Cyril Gaon, where he came into the bout with a shredded knee. Before that, if you were losing to Francis Ngannou, you were going to sleep. Except for Anthony Hamilton, who he stopped with a Kimura, he claims he learned backstage right before the fight. Why don't we talk about that more? Eight first round finishes, all of them in the first two minutes of the first round. Curtis Blades, 45 seconds. Cain Velasquez, 26 seconds. Jarzinho Rosenstruck, 20 seconds. The only reason he's not higher on the list is because he's only had 11 stops total, which is considerably less than most everybody else that made the video. But there's of course special exceptions. That's what I meant about the subjectivity. I mean, you need only watch the Alistair Overeem uppercut from the depths of hell to see that it's pretty clear the Predator is a finisher and is likely to add a whole bunch to that total should he continue fighting for a few more years. Number five, Ronda Rousey. What makes Ronda Rousey entirely unique and why she ranks so highly on this list is because of her 10 major promotional wins, be they in Strikeforce or the UFC, the Rowdy One had a 100% finish rate, the only fighter on our entire list to do so. And not only did she finish all 10 of her fights, she was either Strikeforce Bantamweight Champion or UFC Bantamweight Champion for most of that. I mean, she's literally in the Hall of Fame, and she did so with non-stop stoppages. She's everything you could ask for in a closer. With the exception of her Misha Tate rematch, Rousey finished every single one of her opponents in the very first round. Six of those were in less than a minute. In the lead-up to her losses, Rousey's last three defenses lasted in total a minute and four seconds combined. Combined! That's crazy. You can say whatever you want about the level of competition, or what happened to her against Holman Nunez, but so far, nobody's replicated this. Ten straight finishes, and yes, because her career was so short, she's not ranked higher. But you can't deny what Rousey did in her brief time at the top, and even if you did, you certainly can't say she wasn't a closer, because that's pretty much all Ronda Rousey did was finish fights. Number four, Vitor Belfort. The man, the myth, the testosterone. While Vitor Belfort is a controversial figure and his legacy is complicated, on a list like this about fighters who 
finish fast and often, there's very few who can say that they're better. Belfort's long and illustrious career saw 22 high-level wins, spanning across several different promotions where he would see 18 finishes. So 82% of his big-time wins, he got the stop. And even more impressively, insanely so in fact, Belfort has the most stoppages in the first five minutes of anybody on our list with 16. So all but two of his finishes came in the very first round. Vitor was a damn speedrunner, which we should have known considering he won the UFC 12 tournament in a total of two minutes. Belfort's primary method of finish was murder-death kill on the feet with 15 KO TKOs and just three submission wins. Nearly four, he almost had JBJ. Perhaps his most famous and longest streak of stoppages would come in 2013 when Belfort head kick finished Michael Bisping, Luke Rockhold, and Dan Henderson back to back to back in Brazil, earning Fighter of the Year nominations as well as random drug tests and the downfall of his career as the TRT ban is pretty much directly connected to those three fights. So nearly the most finishes, the most in the first round, one of the best percentages, why isn't Vitor higher on the list? It's not the TRT, it's the lack of a real world title reign. Of course, he has a UFC tournament victory, but otherwise he has the fluke couture title, and that's pretty much it. But it's hard to deny his status as an all-time closer in mixed martial arts. Number three, Fedor Emelianenko. Even if you take away rings and all the random-ass shows he did during his Pride run and after, Fedor Emelianenko's stats are still crazy. 21 high-profile, high-level victories with 17 finishes. That puts him at an 81% rate. And while there are other fighters we've already talked about on this list with similar numbers, what makes Fedor unique is everything else. With 10 KO TKOs and 7 submissions, Fedor is arguably the most versatile heavyweight closer of all time. He can beat you in so many ways. If you're good on the feet, he can finish you on the ground. If you're good on the ground, he can finish you on the feet. Hell, he can finish you anywhere even if it was your strength. Fedor amassed 12 stops in the first 5 minutes of his fights. I would just say the first round, but in pride that means 10 minutes, so I wanted to make that distinction so you'd understand just how quickly The Last Emperor was getting the job done. Every fight Fedor had from December 2005 to November of 2009 was a stoppage, most of them in the first round. He finished off three former UFC champions in that span. Pride heavyweight champion, the 2004 GP winner. I mean, what else is there to say? He's Fedor. But look, even his late career in Bellator. Sure, he's had a few bad losses, but all four of his wins have come via first round stoppage, which considering he's 45 years old and has a million miles on him, it's damn impressive. There's very few fighters who stay closers, but from the beginning to the end, Emelianenko was dangerous and putting opponents away. Number two, Anderson Silva, the spider goat. What makes Silva so damn impressive is not just his 20 high level wins in pride and the UFC, not just that he finished 16 of his opponents for a rate of 80% of his victories, but it's the manner and the level of competition. The man came into the UFC in a title eliminator and was pretty much at the top of the game from then on out. Silva scored 14 KO TKOs in high level competition and he managed to earn two submissions, one of which came as a desperate attempt at keeping his title after being pummeled by Chael Sonnen. The definition of closing, he found a way to get a win in a fight he was losing badly. Silva's first eight UFC bouts would end in finishes and in spectacular fashion. He KO'd Lieben, Franklin twice, Nate Marquardt, he subbed Dan Henderson, embarrassed James Irvin. This was all in that one span, it's just incredible. Eight of his 16 stops would come in the first round, an impressive number, as were the seven performance bonuses he amassed. But what makes the Spider so special are the things that you just can't write down as numbers. The front kick KO of Vitor, the demolition of Forrest Griffin, that Hail Mary triangle armbar against Sonnen as I mentioned. When you watched Anderson Silva fight, you didn't dare take a moment to look away from the screen because you didn't want to miss one of those insane finishes. Except for like the Damian Maia fight, but we don't talk about that. His status as one of the all-time great closers is not just in the stats, but in the fact that as you watched him fight, you were just waiting for that moment to come, and more often than not, it did. Before we get to our big dog, we've got a ton of honorable mentions. There were three champions 
Canadians who were oh so close but didn't quite make the cut, Amanda Nunes who was at 73% of her major wins coming via stoppage, as well as Frank Mir at 76%, Chuck Liddell nearly made it for his insane 7 KO TKO run from Tito to Tito 2, there were some other factors that kept him off the list though, and then we have those fighters who aren't world champions but have been on par with people who made this list in various ways. Unfortunately I can't give too many details, but Justin Gaethje, Donald Cerrone, Jim Miller, Matt Brown, Derek Lewis, Vicente Luque, and Joe Lozon, for one reason or another, deserve mentions here, as they weren't quite able to make the top 10, but would most certainly be considered some of the all-time best closers. Alright, time for number one, Charles Oliveira. You can call it recency bias if you like, but the proof is in the pudding. Tell me anybody who's ever been better at sealing the deal at finding those finishes in spectacular fashion than Charles Oliveira. Factor in his most recent title run, the missed weight stripping aside, of course, it's hard to deny his top spot. He's got the second most total high-level wins with 21, and he has 19 finishes, which means 91% of his victories at a world-class level have come via a stoppage. That percentage is even more impressive when you consider only Vandy had more finishes total on this list. Oliveira, of course, is the submission king, scoring 16 stoppages on the mat, but he does have three KOTKOs to his credit as well. Eight of his 19 finishes have come in the first round. Again, impressive, especially when you factor in everything else. He is, of course, the bonus king, getting 15 performance bonuses for his incredible stoppages. When he began his current win streak in 2018, Olives went on a run of seven straight finishes before going the distance with Tony Ferguson and then rattling off three straight stops in title fights against the likes of Mike Chandler, Dustin Poirier, and Justin Gaethje. Say what you will about his early career, but even then, if he was winning, he was closing. When it comes down to it, if you watch a Charles Oliveira fight, you're not expecting it to go to the cards, and that's why he's the all-time closer. He's always looking for the finish, and he does so the vast majority of the time. I'm Bailey from Around Point, and yes, we are finally here in our brand new office. Let's go check it out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our MMA Challenge of the Week. Today, I'm joined by the greatest referee in the world, Mr. Mark Goddard. Would, I would punch him straight in the back of the fucking head. That's right, a brand new channel with brand new content. Welcome to Fight Front, the home of personality-driven MMA. Today, it's an MMA challenge where I take the worst-rated UFC character in UFC Undisputed 3 all the way to the heavyweight championship of the world. And I'm reacting to Colin McGregor. Make sure you scroll on down and hit subscribe because you do not want to miss all the new content coming your way on this brand new channel. And hey, it's me, Tommy Toehold, and I'm rolling around on a damn monitor. A big, big thank you to Ben Rosette, who provided that sweet tune you heard in the intro. Check out his music by clicking the link in the description and go give him a follow on his Instagram and Twitter page at Ben Rosette. Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.